What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. IHawkAfterDarkRadio.com and, of course, our good friends over there at iHeartRadio as well. You can also find our podcast. If you miss the uh, audio live, you can find it on TalkShoe, also iHeartRadio, and you can also uh, watch the videos. We have live videos on YouTube, BitChute, oh, Facebook, Rumble, and, of course, Clout Hub. And we have got a fantastic guest joining us today here in our big broadcast. She is amazing, fantastic. Casey Donatello is with us. Casey, you have quite the background. Uh, you've done a little bit of everything. Uh, give us a little bit of a, uh, a a little bit of a history lesson on you, and then we will uh, talk about your books and all sorts of other things you've got going on out there. All right, so I do have a lot of things going on, like you said. Um, everything started several years ago. I ended up writing a book about my experiences in the lifestyle and being a swinger because I found it to be a very fun journey, but also super complicated, very stressful. I had a lot of problems, you know, a lot of emotional ups and downs going on. So I kind of wrote it as a way to just kind of like a therapy for myself. And it ended up getting published. And since then, I've written two more books. So they go from me entering the lifestyle in my early 20s to finally getting married in the lifestyle to my current husband, obviously. And so it's kind of a full circle journey. And then we have a podcast that we just started. We are a few months in. And it kind of, you know, mirrors what I write in the book. But my husband is part of the podcast also. So we talk about being in the lifestyle, being married in the lifestyle, all the issues that can arise being a couple in the lifestyle. We talk about my experiences being single as a unicorn, and my husband is also a single male before meeting me. So we kind of have all the different angles that you can be a part of covered. So we like to be very honest and open about stuff, always talking about you know, the struggle side as well as the fun side of things. And we like to keep it fun and entertaining. And I also have an OnlyFans page, which is basically you get to see us be a hot wife couple. So you get to see us go on our dates. You get to see us play together, me by myself. It's a little, um, my page, I would say, is a little creative and different and quirky, just like me. It's a very true picture of what I am like and what our life is like. And now we're going to be at Exotica for the first time. And I will be hosting three different seminars while I'm there. One is for single females, one is for single guys, and one is for couples. Because 
I do have a background dealing with all three of those, and I didn't want to only choose one. I couldn't decide which was the most important to me, so I thought I would just spread my experience across everybody. And we also have a really fun merchandise line that we just started, so we'll be selling products while we're there. That's awesome. We have got a fantastic guest with us today. Casey Donatello is with us. She joins us live here on Skyhawk After Dark. And, of course, you can get more information on Casey. She is available at CaseyDonatello.com. That is C-A-S-E-Y-D-O-N-A-T-E-L-L-O.com. Now, uh, you've got a ton of things <laughs> going on. First of all, let's, let, let, let's, let's talk about the uh, Exotica trip. Uh, that you're going to be going on, uh, New Jersey uh, yep. is is uh, is a heck of an exotica to um, go to your first one. Uh, <laughs> speak yeah, at. I've never I've never been to one before, and yeah. now we're going to be exhibitors and seminar speakers. So it is a lot to take in and a lot to process. At the very at the very biggest one of the year. <laughs> We live in Jersey, so that's why we picked that one. That's awesome. For us. That's awesome. So the seminars, I've been to a lot of different seminars at the Exoticas. Um, kind of cover a, a, a little bit of an overall of, of what you're going to be talking in various seminars, because I, I, I know that being in the swinger lifestyle, as, as, as me and my wife are, and then we're also doing the content creation thing as well, mm-hmm. Um you are correct. Uh, it it can be very stressful. <laughs> it can be that very stressful. That is like the biggest stressful. understatement. People always want to talk about the fun sex that you're having, but I feel like a lot of people aren't really open about the drama, the insecurities, the jealousy, the having a hard time dating, the bad dates, you know, the guilt and the, you know, hiding from your family, all of that stuff. So although my husband and I do talk a lot about our crazy sex lives, I really like to focus on these more serious matters, like the emotional and the mental parts and the psychological stuff that goes into this, because that's what affected me the most. So that's what I like to share. So I think Friday night is the one for women. It's called the safe slut. And it's going to talk about a lot of things. (laughs) And it's whether you're in the lifestyle or not, these things all apply, right? It's about consent, safety, but also learning how to accept that you want to be a slut. Because for me, that was the biggest hurdle to get over. It's like I wanted to do this crazy stuff, but I felt like society was judging me, people were judging me, guys were judging me. So that was always my biggest struggle was how do I become this sexually active female that I want to be and not be ashamed, not feel guilty, not lie about my entire life to everybody. You know what I mean? So I really like to talk to that aspect about it with women. And then I think on Saturday is the one for single guys. And I know, I'm sure a lot of guys give seminars to other guys, but I thought it might be a little interesting for guys to hear how they could maybe be a little more successful in the lifestyle from the perspective of somebody that is trying to meet them, right? Because single guys have such a bad rap in the lifestyle. You know, it's very difficult to be a guy is all you hear. And, you know, guys are unreliable. They're this, they're that, all these negative things. But I love single guys so much. When I was single and now that I'm married, we still only play with guys. 
So I'm like their biggest fan. My husband was a single guy before I met him. So we love them. We want them to, to succeed. And I really don't think it needs to be as difficult as it is for them. So I want to give them just a little advice from the female perspective about what we're looking for when we're reading your profiles, when we're going on a date with you, and, you know, stuff like that. So a little bit of like an insider view of maybe how to understand the etiquette a little bit better when you're meeting people. And then the last one on Sunday will be about hot wifing because that's currently the situation that I'm in with my husband. And we are huge, huge fans of hot wifing. It is my favorite dynamic that I've ever been in so far. So we're just going to kind of do an intro to it and explain what hot wifing is, the different ways you could be a hot wife. And again, most importantly, how do you have a good relationship with your partner while you are fucking other guys? <laughs> all the red flags to look out for, all the ways to make sure it's not going to put a wedge between you and your partner. It's going to bring you closer you know, all the stuff like that and really stress that hot wifing is more about that emotional connection you're developing with your partner more so than fucking the other person, right? Everything is this this beautiful, like, bond you're strengthening with your partner, and a lot of people don't understand that. They think it's just the physical act of having sex with somebody else, and it's so much deeper than that, and if you can grasp that and understand it, then the potential for the pleasure that you can get from hot wifing is just like extraordinary. So I want to make sure people understand, you know, all of these things, whether you're a guy, a girl, or a couple, the same ideas, you know, really carry through every stage of the journey that you're in. You really need to know what you want, who you are. Uh, you need to stay grounded and you really need to understand that it's not going to be perfect by any means. Whether you're single or you're a couple, there's going to be great times. There's going to be bad times. There's going to be amazing sex. There's going to be horrible sex. You know, it's not always this picture-perfect situation that you're in. And how do you grow from each experience? What are you learning? You know, what are you getting out of those bad times to make your good times happen maybe more often? And, you know, stuff like that. So that's what I'm really passionate about is kind of all of that intellectual stuff that goes into playing. That's awesome. We have got a great guest with us today. Casey Donatello is with us. Check out CaseyDonatello.com for more information. So besides the seminars, uh, you're also going to have a booth. Uh, yeah. if, 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 if it wasn't enough that you have three goddamn seminars you're doing, uh, you've also got a, <laughs> a freaking booth as well. Talk okay, to us well, about your booth. I got to say... This was all my husband's encouragement. He decided we should go to Exotica, and then he decided I should do some seminars, and then I should get a booth, and now he has to run the booth while I'm doing the seminar. So we're going to see how this goes. <laughs> That's awesome. So team spirit, you know. Hey, I, I, I say put him to work. If he's going to be there, he might you as well be working. You go home, right? You go all out or you don't go. That's how we feel. <laughs> That's right. So That's it, right. It's been craziness around our house for the past few months. And we're just counting down the days, and we can't wait to just get there and, you know, see all of our hard work laid out there on the table. That's awesome. So tell me about the booth. We are, so we're going to have a ton of merchandise. I'll have some of my first book, uh, not the second and third. And my husband decided that we should do some raffles. So we'll be raffling off a Hitachi Mini Wand, a 43-inch fire 
TV, a 4K TV, and then a JBL Charge 5 speaker. He picked all the prizes as well. That was wow. his job. Holy smokes. Yeah, we'll have some OnlyFans specials going on. So if you sign up, you'll get, you know, certain promotions going on. It's kind of like a lot of stuff at once, but that's totally my personality and my vibe is I like to overdo everything and get really stressed about it. So our experience at Exotica will be just the same, you know, but we like to have fun. We like to have, you know, people have a good time when they hang out with us and when they visit us. So hopefully that's what happens, <laughs> you know, fingers crossed. That's awesome. That's awesome. We have got Casey Donatello with us today. CaseyDonatello.com is the official website. Go over and check out CaseyDonatello.com. Thanks for joining us today here on SkyhawkAfterDarkRadio.com. And, of course, you can find us on iHeartRadio as well. And uh, the podcast is available on TalkShoe. Videos, of course, posted to BitShoot, Rumble, uh, YouTube, Clout Hub. And, uh, of course, sometimes we, 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 we are... We are able to get things posted to oh, the Facebook, but um, sometimes Facebook doesn't doesn't cooperate. I don't know why. Sometimes it likes MP4 files. Sometimes it doesn't. Who knows? But uh, your OnlyFans is uh, is interesting. Uh, I love the fact when you mentioned at the at the top of the top of the show here. That your OnlyFans is for when you go on these swinger adventures um talk to us a little bit about this because i have i have some questions <laughs> okay so here's the technical thing questions about me. <laughs> i know nothing about porn i know nothing about OnlyFans, but then i decided to make it OnlyFans, and i decided to make it my way whatever you know like my OnlyFans was created because it was kind of this like final bucket list item on my like goal to be fully empowered through sex and not give a shit anymore and put myself out there. It wasn't to like pay my bills or make a ton of money. You know, like you make money obviously, but that wasn't my motivation. Yes. It was just to have fun, have a good time. I'm a huge exhibitionist mm -hmm. and you know, hot, a lot of people have an interest in learning about a hot wife dynamic. Yes. Are you there? Yes. I'm I we're 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 still here. I think I might have the Skype may have dropped out. I think I I I can still hear you and still see you. I don't know if you can hear me and see me. That's that's what happens with Skype. Sometimes there it you go. disconnects Back. and sometimes it goes and sometimes it leaves and it's technology. Uh are are we back? Can can you hear me and see me? I know I can hear you and see you. Yeah. So Apparently we are we are back in we're back going, but so so the OnlyFans, um, you 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 film a lot of the adventures, you you do a lot of the various things. Uh, how in the world do you get some of the? Because I know just from just from our experience <laughs> of doing content, uh, and posting things to OnlyFans and and all these things, um trying to get people to sign the paperwork is sometimes very difficult. Well, okay. <laughs> it, it is super, super annoying, but I understand you need to do it. But so I do solo content. I do content with my husband and then we do stuff on dates. So I always like to tell people we don't like film content or create content. Yeah. It's basically like you're spying on our real actual life. 
So you're seeing us on dates with guys, and some of them we're fr friends with, you know, that we play with a lot. Some of them are new dates. It really depends on the guy. A lot of guys don't mind, but I also don't show people's faces. Only me and my husband have That's our faces. That's awesome. That's awesome. I don't put other people's faces. Even though some of them tell me I can, I feel like that's a huge responsibility to put someone's face in your OnlyFans, you know. And since it is a hot wife thing, I don't know. Like, you get to see me, like, fuck a lot of cock and suck a lot of cock, but you don't see their faces, but no one really seems to care. So we do a lot of, like, reclaiming stuff, but we're also... <laughs> no one seems to care. Hard. I think that's awesome. We're super, like, I'm really goofy and quirky, so my OnlyFans page is just like that. Like, I don't filter myself. I don't do a lot of editing. You always hear us, like, joking around while we're playing. And, you know, if something goes wrong, I probably leave it in the video. Like, this is literally as if you were in the room with us. That's the vibe that I want to give people. I do a lot of polls with, like, very random, funny questions and stuff. Um, I do a lot of free contests, so... I'll do, like, um, different interactive things each month, and then they win either cam sessions or phone sessions. We just did our first free live stream yesterday. So every month we'll be doing free live streams. And, like, you know, I have no paywalls. Everything is included. I just like to have fun on there. So even the live streaming, like, you don't have to tip it to see it. You just join the live stream. You know, I think we're very um, generous <laughs> on my page. Because I am a huge exhibitionist, like, I want people to see my stuff. So, um, it seems to be going well. We just hit a year in September. And it's been so much fun. I absolutely love it. I do, like, stupid stuff for holidays with, like, crazy costumes and stuff. And my husband always thinks I'm out of my fucking mind. And he's always like, why are you posting these things? You are insane. But I think they're funny, so I post them anyway. And that's literally you know, what my page is like. And, of course, you have, like, super graphic, hardcore, you know, playing with a ton of different guys and stuff like that. But I also do, we go um, nude camping a lot. So I have a lot of, like, nude camping <laughs> footage and shower videos. Like, literally anything that pops into my head kind of goes up there. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's like many other people's pages from what I understand. That's awesome. We have got Casey Donatello yeah. with us today. You can find her on OnlyFans. She is HotWife869. HotWifeLife869. Ah, okay. There there we go. I was... It's it's just me. Um, the uh, you, you have also authored three lifestyle memoirs. Let's talk about the books. Uh, why did you decide to start writing books about all this? So this is really funny, actually. This I think this was back in maybe 2017 was the first book. And back then, I was single in the lifestyle. I was a unicorn. I was, you know, having the time of my life, very popular lady back then. And people that I met would always say, oh, my God, you have to have the best stories. Like, you should write a book. Like, you probably have these crazy adventures that you've gone on and stuff like that. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then I ended up, I think I was home for a few days because I hurt my back or something and I was like in bed for a few days and I can't sit still. So I just picked up a pen and paper and my computer or whatever. And I started writing and I thought I was going to write this graphic book about all of my sexual adventures. And even though that's in the book, it ended up being a little more 
serious, a little more like a diary, just like very emotional and me trying to really like come to grips with what I was doing in the lifestyle. How did I get here? It's very different than the way I was raised or how I thought I would end up being. And I really always felt like this massive guilt and this shame for what I was doing sexually. I was never secure with what I was doing. So book one kind of just deals with that. Like, how did I get into the lifestyle? What were my early years like and that struggle? And then by the second book, I'm way more confident. I'm 100% dedicated to being in the lifestyle. I'm playing with multiple guys, like a lot of gangbangs and stuff like that. So I'm getting, you know, pretty hardcore deep into the lifestyle. And I'm also struggling to date you know, find a guy that would accept me for doing this. And I found that even when I liked a guy that I met in the lifestyle, it wasn't working as a relationship. We made great play partners, but it never went to the next step. You know, something I would have to change or they wanted to be vanilla or they only wanted to like couple swap. They didn't want to have, you know, like the hot wife type of relationship. So it was just a massive train wreck. I was getting, you know, my heart crushed left and right. And it was just devastating. And I was at the point where I was going to really think about leaving the lifestyle so that I could have a boyfriend. Because I was just, it's amazing how you could be fucking all these people and having a blast. But then at night, you get really lonely because you go home alone. Right? And that's another thing that people don't think about. When you're single, you go home at the end of the night and you're like, oh, that was just meaningless sex. Like, there's nothing substantial holding me over. And... Before the lifestyle, I was used to being in very long-term, serious relationships. So unattached sex was very new for me, and it was very difficult at first. And then I got good at that, but I also still missed having some kind of emotional connection, like someone to take to family events, someone to go on vacation with, like all of these things that make it like a quality partnership. So at the end of book two, I think I'm just like ready to call it quits. And then... um, a friend of mine called me and he said, listen, I want, I want you to come have a threesome with me and this other guy. And at that point I was kind of seeing someone. And that's why I was thinking about leaving the lifestyle to like be with this guy. And I get this phone call and I'm like, Oh no, like, what do I do? This kind of seems like a really important moment in my life. Like, do I leave the lifestyle and get serious or do I go to the threesome and just keep going down this like dark rabbit hole of debauchery? And of course, I went to the threesome, and it turns out that I married the guy that I met in the threesome. That's my husband. So it was definitely the right choice, and we are now a hot wife couple, so I just needed to hold out like a little longer to find the right guy for me. You know, it's so easy to say there's something wrong with you because you're not finding the right person, but I just don't think I was looking in the right place or for the right people. I was kind of at the point where I was so lonely, I think I was just, you know, like grasping at any guy that seemed remotely worthy of dating, but I wasn't really focusing on, will this person be a good match for me? So when I met Jason, it was just like a fluke. We had this random threesome, weren't supposed to ever see each other again, and now we've been together over four years, I think four and a half years, and married for like two, so... Like, no one saw that one coming. He didn't, you know, it was pretty wild. It's a very interesting story to have for how you met your spouse. We literally met and had sex within, like, an hour of meeting, and that's it. (laughs) It's pretty crazy. That's awesome. 
We have got a great guest with us today. Casey Donatello joins us here on SkyhawkAfterDarkRadio.com. You can also find us on iHeartRadio. Talk shoe for the podcast and, of course, YouTube, Rumble, BitChute, and Clout Hub for the videos. Uh, so tell me about the podcast. You, 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 you've got a podcast. This, this is amazing. Oh, actually, real quick, I just realized yes. part three of the book, the third book, is all about meeting my husband and us trying to date because it was a train wreck at first. Even though we were both in the lifestyle, we came from such different places as a single guy and a single girl that we were just, like, fighting like animals for a while. So we had to, like, really step away and get our shit together and then go back to the lifestyle. So that's part three. So the that's podcast, awesome. um, as you asked, yeah. Kind of, I was supposed to do it by myself, and then, of course, I sucked my husband into doing it with me because I love doing stuff with him. It makes it more entertaining for me, and I love creating more work for us. But it basically talks about the lifestyle just in general, um, and then it's also about us specifically. So we use our experiences to kind of, you know, share what it can be like, different dynamics, different situations. I talk a lot about consent and stuff like that. We talk about being nudist and just kind of all the myths and the misunderstandings that people have about being in a world like this. And it's interesting because, you know, when you write a book, you're out there, but not like no one knows who you are physically, right? So now with OnlyFans, my face is out there, his face is out there, my face is on social media with my website, so this is kind of like a big deal for us to be publicly acknowledging that we are in the lifestyle, we are swingers, we are a hot wife couple, and really bracing ourselves for what that means. Right now, we've been lucky. It's been a year and no one's busted us, but obviously going to Exotica, who knows who's going to be there? And, you know, you get more press and stuff like that. So, you know, it's just a matter of time before people we know approach us and we're like hey is that you what are you guys up to family members might find out you know and we do live in jersey so there's a good possibility that we will know people that show up to exotica so that's been a really you know difficult thing for us to deal with but we both agreed that you know we're in our 40s we don't have kids we're married we are definitely secure with who we are as a couple and knowing that my husband stands behind everything I do, it just makes it so easy to put yourself out there. Because this whole time, I was worried that no guy would want me if I was like this. And now I married someone that wants me because I am like this. Like, he encourages this. So the fact that, you know, he totally embraces me the way I am and the way we are, it makes it really easy to be like, yep, this is us. If you don't like it, you know, we don't really care. And not in a mean way, just, you know... We're, I'm confident for the first time ever, I think. Like, I don't feel that shame and that guilt that I felt, you know, prior to meeting him. So he's been really good um, in that aspect for me. Because it's so much easier when you have, like, a partner in crime. Whether it's a friend, you know, a relationship or whatever. But somebody yeah. that understands what you're doing. And they're not judging you. And they're totally on the same page as you. Like, that makes such a world of difference. And that's why hopefully, you know, the podcast and all these other things that we're doing, we get the most um, comments and like messages from people saying, thank you for putting yourself out there. 
you know, like we're in this lifestyle, but we're afraid to tell people or we're curious about this lifestyle, but we don't know where to start, you know, and it's a shame that there still is this um, negative judgment about the lifestyle. Obviously, you know, every year it gets a little more out there. You have different kinds of relationships, non-monogamy, poly, like all these things are getting a little more um, known in society, but it's still not seen as normal, right? It's still viewed as there's something wrong with you and why are you doing this? So if there's anything that we could do, you know, by sharing our story to help it seem a little less scary for other people and prove that we're just everyday people that just happen to be into this, like, crazy sex stuff but it doesn't change who you are you know a lot of times family members or friends will look at you differently even though you're still the same person so we're hoping to just help to like normalize this whole thing and you know make it not such a scary big deal for people that are hiding this side of themselves because it does cause so much stress and agony you know when you can't tell people a huge chunk of your life you know, you have to lie about things yep. or you avoid talking about things. And it really does cause this disconnect with people sometimes. And then you end up, you know, turning more towards lifestyle people because they understand you. So it would just be nice if, you know, it didn't matter what you were into and nobody really cared. But yes. I feel like we're still a long way from that happening. But we are inching closer and closer. Even, you know, TV and movies now, every once in a while, you see something where there's swingers in it. There's different relationship dynamics happening. It's, you know, different genders and different sexualities are coming out in, you know, more media and stuff like that. And that's awesome. That's great. Because for so long, everything was traditional male, female, monogamous and like end of story. So if we can be a part of that and just make like an impact on even one person, then that makes me feel really good that all my suffering in the past can help somebody's future be a little bit easier. That's awesome. We have got Casey Donatello with us today. She joins us live here on our big broadcast, SkyhawkAfterDarkRadio.com is the official website of the program. And, of course, uh, I didn't do this at the top of the program, so I guess I'll do this ha halfway through. Okay, here is here here. I don't know why they don't fix this on the website but it's fridays at 12 p.m pacific saturdays on the bio page at 8 p.m pacific but if you're looking at the schedule it's 8 a.m pacific so as i always tell everybody saturdays at 8 in the pacific time zone go listen we're probably there uh, bit shoot, of course, rumble, clout hub, on a Facebook. And, uh, so tell me a little bit about going on like swinger trips, because I understand you were recently in Kansas of all places. Oh my God. How crazy was that? Right. But well, we were there for just, we went oh, there. we have some things to talk about. Okay, we <laughs> there I can guarantee Oh, you were there for a Trump rally. That is awesome. Yeah, so we're big into RVing. We have a coach, and we were looking into upgrading and getting something else, and my husband decided that he wanted to get a converted semi and a fifth wheel. And they That's have awesome. a huge truck rally down there, and we went to visit some um, fifth wheel showrooms and stuff. But then, of course, once we were down there, he was like, we should find something to do, you know, lifestyle-related. And we're on a bunch of swinger sites, but 
they're more based on the East Coast where we live. Yeah. So when we got to Kansas, we looked on the website and there was nothing happening. Yes. So then we ended up finding, um, we went to a bookstore and we went to a club, but it was Monday and a Tuesday night. So not much was happening, but they're really nice places. But, you know, there was only a handful of people yeah. there. So it couldn't cause too much trouble. But we did actually really, really love Kansas. Like we can't believe how much fun we had. I think it was great. Really? I know. You know. We went to a casino and we played bingo all night. <laughs> and then we went to, did you know that you have the number five ranked haunted house in the U.S., I think? So we went to that. Uh, I can find something to do that? anywhere. But we had a wonderful time. We de-stressed. We regrouped. You know, took a little break from the Exotica prep for a week. And it was, I don't know, we loved it there. It was so peaceful and chill and everybody was so i mean we're only there for a week so i don't You're know you're only there for like a week longer. which means you really but, didn't get into actual kansas <laughs> coming from new jersey for a week it was surprisingly nice you know i didn't know what to expect when we were going there but we had a fucking blast but, i mean me and jason can have a good time kind of anywhere we go you know we always find something fun to do well you know the 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 fact that you were that you were in on a, like a Monday and a Tuesday kind of thing. Totally. I can understand why there wasn't much going on with this, with the swinger lifestyle. I'll tell you there, this is the thing about Kansas and swinging and even the porn people they're out here. It's just, you gotta dig for these people. And on top of this, one of the things that we have noticed that me and my wife have noticed is that like for like when we first started getting into the whole swinging deal, we would go to these, these swinger clubs and they're packed. There's lots of people there and they're all doing their thing. But I don't think the people in Kansas really understand the concept of swinging. Uh, we've went to several swinger clubs where we've been there all night long. And at the end of the night, we're going home with each other, which is fine. That's awesome. But come on guys. That's not why we're there. That's why, that's why, that's why we didn't pay the $20 cover to get into the ice lounge. Come on. Um, <laughs> so, but we went to Chicago uh, I participated in the, uh, what the hell, what the hell did they call that? The 100 man gangbang in, in, in Chicago for rebel rider. Uh, and we got invited, uh, ironically, and I don't know why this is, but ironically, the guy who owns the ice lounge in Hayesville owns a club in Chicago. I don't know why the hell he's got one in Chicago and Wichita, but whatever the hell and completely different deal. We walked. They have a couple of locations. There's yes. I think there are like four different places, but yeah, yes. I heard they're completely different vibes in each place. Because <laughs> you go to the Chicago one, and me, and the lovely and talented Britannia are there five minutes, and all of a sudden we're getting propositioned and we're jumping off the good foot and doing the bad thing, as they say. But in Wichita, sometimes it takes. A while, and I talked to what the hell is her name? You 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 probably seen her that night when she was there, but um, a uh, she's like the general manager. She's a, she's a trans girl named Heather J. She has always told me she's like 
none of these fuckers in Kansas know how to talk to each other. She's like, that's why the swinging community, it doesn't work. Well, for instance, on, on Saturday, I held a, I guess you would call it a, a swingers party, I, I, I guess. Um, and everybody knew what they were doing. And everybody got there. And everybody was hanging out. We were in Topeka, Kansas, of all places. And I finally realized, hey, everybody's just going to sit around all night and talk. Nobody's going to fuck. So I finally had to take the initiative <laughs> and go over and I had Brittany suck my dick. And then I'm like, okay, guys, she's open for business. And then the other girls that were there were like, oh, we're fucking. And then all of a sudden everybody's like doing their thing. And I'm like, why does, why is that? I just think it's a Kansas problem, but maybe it's a swinger problem all over the goddamn place. I, I don't know. Like I said, we've been in the porn business, the content creation business, the swinger business since January, and as I always like to tell everybody, we've been in it long enough for a cup of coffee. So who knows? <laughs> well, I have to say, the thing is, I think a lot of times when it's you know a couple's only place, it does take longer for people to start playing. Okay. But mostly when we go out, we go to single guy events, and the minute you walk in the door, I mean, you're sw- like, you know, and especially when go. we go out, I don't like to waste my time when I go out. So we always post where I'm going to go and we pack the place with guys. So the minute I walk in, you're like, you're like the Ric Flair, the swinging community. I want to be at the downtown Marriott. Everybody over 18 and no single guys. You know, you're, you're ready. My God, you're, you, you are like Ric Flair in those old TBS promos that he used to do back in the 80s in Crockett, where he would get out there and be like, Saturday night, going to be at the downtown Marriott. And then the downtown Marriott is packed with women. Pretty much. That's pretty much what you're doing. You're the nature boy Rick Blair of the swinging community. Congratulations. That is awesome. Thank you. We didn't post um, <laughs> that we were going out in Kansas, though, because we didn't know what to expect. We didn't know the vibe, like the crowd. Like, we do it more, like, in the tri-state area that we've been to places. We talk to management first. Like, we have a whole system. We didn't want to just show up in Kansas. and like. Wow, you out. are amazing. So. Oh, God. If you, if you ever decide... To come back through Kansas, you let me know, and I will put you in contact with Castano, who owns the goddamn Dice Lounge. Okay. And this motherfucker would love that kind of shit, because he is always, which, this is going to be my next question for you, because I, I suspect this is not the case, but he's always told me, he's like, oh, swingers love themes and events, and I'm like, do they? He's constantly doing like glow stick night and oh, it's halfway towards Halloween and all this bullshit. And I've talked to several swingers and they're like, swingers don't need a theme. (laughs) I I think it's kind of split. I think a lot of, again, like a lot of couples things. I think people like that stuff, like the schoolgirl and this and the all black. Like, I'm not into any of that stuff. (laughs) I know. I don't understand any of that shit. But I think a lot of people do. But also, I find personally that I think there is, like, this certain demographic of couples that they want the night out. They want the babysitter. They want to let loose. Like, it's much more about 
the socializing and having fun yes. versus like just swapping and getting fucked that night, right? Yeah. Where when I go out, like I want to get fucked, like I'm not looking to hang yeah, out. Yeah, you you would have you home. would have been you would have been the perfect person to invite to that party that I had Saturday because I, I I'll tell you we had. I don't know, probably five, six guys, and we had, I would say, four girls, and the 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 two girls that showed up kind of weirded me and Britannia out. But I but I've talked I've talked to other swingers since then, and they've told me that's apparently a normal thing. But I was told by this uh, this guy who was bringing these two girls. He was like, they will not play together. And I'm like, okay, whatever. He's like, well, I want to make this abundantly clear. They will not play together. And I'm like, okay, whatever. And then they showed up. And the one you could clearly tell, which she is going to get in so much trouble someday. But um, <laughs> you could clearly tell she was young. Oh. She was 19. And she looked it. <laughs> and at one point... I find out later, the dad. Uh, he's, he's not just a dad in the lifestyle. He's actual dad. Um, yes, I know. He, he, he tells me, he's like, uh, at one point, I was watching her do like two or three guys at once. And I said, you know something? I said, if she wants to get into making content and porn, you're going to make a lot of cash. Because <laughs> all these pervs. You know, there's there's a guy, and I'm sure you'll meet him at, at Exotica, uh, and you've probably heard of him. His name is Tadpole, and he makes a lot of porn with a lot of young chicks, and that gets over like a motherfucker because old guys love watching young chicks get fucked. And at one point, I'm like, so what is the deal with the two? They won't play. Well, can we, we come to find out later. It's literally daughter and mom at this thing. And I'm like, Ugh. And I didn't have a problem with it. And Brittany didn't have a problem with it. But Brittany's kind of like, I just couldn't, just couldn't do that. <laughs> so, but I've talked to a bunch of swinger people since then. And they've told me, they're like, oh, that's normal. I've been to several swinger parties where, where the daughter and the mom are there and they're doing all sorts of stuff. No, I've never seen that. <laughs> Not that I and know I'm of, like, at least. Whoa, this is a first for me. So, I, I don't know. One of the things that we we try to do when we go to swinger events or when we're making content or whatever the fuck it is, we and and it's so strange because I I don't think a lot of people, and I think this is just a Kansas thing. So I think this is probably part of the problem, but. We always try to get the do's and don'ts out of the way early. We try to we try to get everybody comfortable with each other. You know, if we're actually going to be filming the content, we make sure we get all the paperwork and all the shit done. But for whatever reason, it's so strange because, like, when you start, like, Saturday, uh, I had a group full of people, a room full of people, and I'm, like, asking them, okay, so what are your guys' likes and dislikes? Eh, I didn't really have any, and I'm, like, we all got to kind of get comfortable before we do this thing. Have, have you noticed this with swinger events you've went to where people 
It's so strange to me. Well, what what has your experience has been like? <laughs> well, I, okay, I think I'm different than a lot of people. I don't think I'm the normal person to ask stuff, but also because I've been doing this so long and I'm like so um, like regimented, and it's not that you go numb to stuff after a while, but when yeah. you've been doing the same thing for so long, like it becomes second nature to you. Like it becomes normal; you don't even think about it so much. Yeah. So in the beginning. I went over everything very carefully, you know, all that stuff. I had to meet people for drinks. I had to get to know them a little, get comfortable. Now, I don't need to know your name. I don't need to know who you are. I just need to see you in person. Like, I don't need... It's funny because my husband, when we go on dates, he's the one that talks to the guy the whole time. I just sit there like, guys, come on, like... Hotel room is waiting for us to go play. Yeah, so I'm very. I, I, I do. I do that a lot too. There, there, there was one time. Talk forever. Yeah. Guys love him, and then it's like, why am I even here right now? Yeah, there was. Forget, you know. Yeah, there was one time we got ready to go film some content with with a guy, and we sat at the we sat at the McDonald's for breakfast, and I talked to this guy for 15, 20 minutes, and Brittany's just kind of sitting there looking at her phone, like, "Are we gonna go do this, or what are we doing?" So, yeah. You know, we'll sometimes be at the bar for like two hours, and I'm like, guys, like, we could be upstairs, like, naked right now. See, that's, that's, yeah. And that's, and that's been, that's been my experience when we go to some of these swinger bars, is that I'm like, we're sitting around at this bar fucking around when we could literally be fucking around. My, my whole thing is, and again, it's your comfort level, right? Like, when I was newer, I needed more of that. No, I don't. But I also remember I have a husband, so I'm not looking for any kind of yes. anything beyond the physical with you, right? Yes. I'm not looking yes. to make a connection. I don't really need that much chemistry. Like I'm here to put on a show for my husband, and it's <laughs> a purely physical thing for me right for now. My husband. Ah, so that it is awesome. definitely, you know, it's shifted throughout the years. But again, some people, even if you're doing this a long time and you are a couple. You want that flirty part. You want that, you know, hanging out. Like, everybody wants something different, right? Yes. And there's no right or wrong. It's just whatever makes you comfortable, whatever you're into. I like to play. That's my thing. Like, I leave the house. In 15 minutes of meeting you, like, we should be naked if we're going to play. If we're not going to play, then I should be home in 15 minutes. You know, like, That's awesome. I'm very serious you're when it great. comes to playing. You're great. But I've also done this for so long, and... I'm really into like gangbangs and public stuff. Like, I know what I want. Thank I know how the Lord above. So, like, I'm not one for a lot of back and forth and nonsense. And it's like either we're doing this or we're not doing it. And as far as like do's and don'ts, I have like two rules. Other than that, if I don't like it, I'll tell you while it's happening. Like, because I find for me, the more I talk to people beforehand, the more it kind of kills the excitement because now yeah, I like spontaneity. I like to meet you and just see what happens, whether it's amazing or it's a train wreck. Yeah. I just want to like jump in there and see what happens. And for us to sit down and give a list of like everything I'm into, everything I'm going to do. Yeah. Do, yeah. That's, that's, that's a little it much. It starts to like suck the life out yeah. of me, but also I tell guys like, just because it's something I will do. Doesn't mean I'm going to do it with you. Like, there's no. That's guarantee. awesome. That's awesome. That so, you know, that is, uh, that is a cool way of looking at it. That is a right, cool way of say, looking at it. Say it's like, um, I don't know. I can't even think of anything. Anal. 
Well, 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 well. Oh, that's my one rule. I'm not into anal. See, anal, that's no Brittany's one rule. She's not into Those anal. Anal and condoms. Then, that's her big thing. Anything else, if they're like, um, oh, can I choke you? Or, you know, can I give you, Can will you, like, swallow my load? It's like, I don't know until I'm in the room with you how I'm going to feel about you. So I'm not going to promise you anything. I'm not going to set any expectation because I just like to go with a clean slate. Like, I don't want to know anything about you. I want you to know as little about me as possible because it's just like pure animalistic energy. <laughs> Whatever naturally happens, God, happens. you're great. Oh, uh, I, I, I wish that I don't like. I'm just like, hey, can you not do that? And I move on. It's not like the end of the world. You know what I mean? I like to feel things out because it depends on my mood, my husband's mood, the vibe with the guy. There's so many factors that go into things, and I never want to make a guy think he's guaranteed to get something that I may not want to do at that point. You know, I like to just be more like free form, but back in the day, I definitely went over the checklist and it didn't always lead to anything. You know, you go over this checklist and you get all excited and then you meet the person and the sex is horrible. There's no chemistry. And you're like, wow, we spent all this time talking about the sex. And now like, I don't even want to have the sex anymore. So I feel like for me, it's a waste of time. But for other people, you might need to do that. It might make you more comfortable, and that's yeah. completely fine. You know, don't go by what I'm saying just because that works for me. That's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, we have got a great guest with us today. She joins us here on SkyhawkAfterDarkRadio.com, also iHeartRadio. The podcast is available via iHeartRadio and TalkShoe. Uh, videos uploaded to YouTube, BitChute, Rumble, CloutHub, and... Uh, Every once in a while, over to Facebook. But uh, Casey Donatello with us today. She is fantastic. She is uh, so uh, informative. Uh, I'll tell you, you are such a fun chick. Uh, I I wish I wish we would have done this, and I would have known that you and your husband were going to be coming to Kansas before I knew with all the shenanigans. Uh, cause you would be such a, you, you would just be such a fun chick to hang out with. So uh, oh, that you. is awesome. So besides exotica and all the shenanigans that are going on out there, uh, what do you have planned besides the seminars and the booth? Like when we're at exotica? Yeah. Are you planning on uh, doing I, anything else or just, I'm in no exotica idea. the whole time? Oh, no. I mean, it's only like an hour away from us, so it's not like we're far from home. Yeah. But we are staying there the whole weekend. Um, but I have no idea what to expect. I have no idea, like, what's going to happen when I get there. So we're just kind of going to take it as it comes. I have no idea what it's going to be like. That's awesome. Well, uh, you you are amazing. Uh, oh, thanks. So, so besides the... You've got the podcast, you've got the OnlyFans, you're doing the thing with Exotica. Uh, I want to get a little bit more in-depth on what you're doing with the OnlyFans and your your filming of your adventures. Uh, when, when you're doing all these, uh, all these things, what is your, like setup like do you have like are you just filming with a goddamn iphone is, is is that what we're doing or what 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 is your production like for uh for your guys's um, adventures that you're doing and all the hot wife and stuff and everything 
our production is that my husband takes my cell phone and records our date as it happens. We are, I told you, this is very like raw, That's you know, awesome. real life footage. Um, it's, yeah, we have a couple of like ring lights and stuff, but a lot of it is just, you know, we're not making it look like professional form with like fancy editing and lighting. Like we have a playroom in our house. So a lot of stuff takes place there. Awesome. But then me and Jason have sex everywhere in our house or we'll be at hotels with guys. But it's very, I don't know how to describe it other than like raw footage. It's, you know, it's not like a big blockbuster media, uh, but high budget <laughs> movie going on here. That's awesome. You know, um, but we also did just post recently we had a public gangbang at a theater for my 41st birthday back in February, and wow. I just posted it to my OnlyFans on there. It's like a 45-minute Bukaki video from a adult theater. That was really fun. So that's part of, like, if you sign up, like, you get to see that, too. So we just kind of throw everything in there. <laughs> that is awesome. So this, so you're into gangbangs. I think that's great. Uh-oh, did we lose her again? I think we might have lost her again. Technology disconnected. There we are. Now we're going to be back, hopefully. Hey, I okay. hear you, but I can't see you. There, 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 it, it'll, it'll slowly but surely connect and come back, hopefully. Okay. So, Casey Donatello is our guest. Skyhawkafterdarkradio.com. So, uh, Casey Donatello joins us. So, you're into gangbangs. And all that. I don't know if she can even hear me. She can't even hear me. I can. Me. Oh, she can hear me. Okay. Talk, talk to us about the gangbang aspect. Uh, what what, what the attracts you to that and all that? So I got into gangbangs when I was a unicorn. One of the guys that I was friends with introduced me to them. And ever since I had my first one, I was like, the light bulb went off. And I was like, okay, this is it. Like, this is my calling in life you know to fuck a lot of guys at one time and the more the better and the more you do it the more you end up needing so you need like bigger gangbangs and stuff and there's one point when i was single that every week i had one like on a weeknight it was like clockwork and then sometimes guys had them for me sometimes i had my own and now with my husband we'll do a lot of you know somewhere between like three and five guys is like normal but then this year, we started going to adult um, theaters and bookstores and having public ones. So we'll announce that I'm going, and some of them I could easily fuck 50 guys like in one night. It's pretty crazy. Wow. So it's a lot easier to get big numbers when you go somewhere versus like you have to spend the time. And like, where am I going to host 50 guys? Like, that's not going to happen, you know? And the work <laughs> to find 50 guys. People don't understand how much work goes into Oh, my God. Oh my god, I could tell you the stories. Yeah, that so fucking is a I... hell of a mess. That's a hell of a mess trying to get five guys who want to do a gangbang. Exactly. So Jason and I we got smart and we're like, we'll just go somewhere where there are a lot of guys and make our life easy. So we go in that there for a few awesome. hours and we leave. Smart. That is smart. awesome. You work smarter, not harder. Smarter, not harder. That's right. Well, but... Yeah, the the gangbang thing is a mess. We we tried to do a gangbang uh, several months ago. We, we we were actually going to do it at the Ice Lounge, and we had you know I think it was like twenty three guys were were on the FetLife event, and they were all they were coming, and we ended up having two chicks show up, and we're like two chicks, blah blah blah, 
two guys showed up. So I'm like, well, I guess it's a content shoot. <laughs> I think that is like the biggest misconception of the lifestyle is that people think you like just snap your fingers and you have a room full of people to fuck. It is so complicated sometimes yes. to get these people. Yes. And my husband always laughs because he's like, listen, it's very easy to have sex with me. We have very little rules. Like we're super easygoing and chill. I love a ton of guys. You know, we're like the couple that single guys should be looking for and sometimes it's a fucking disaster like it's so much work that by the time you go through all the emails you go back and forth with so many people i look at my husband i go can we just stay home tonight because like i don't even care anymore they're sucking the life out of the fun it's exhausting (laughs) like all they have to do is say yes i'll be there and show up that's all you have to do that's all you gotta do you know unless something obviously I don't like well, yeah. but for the most part it's very straightforward and simple and they just can't get their shit together and people don't understand this or the amount of guys that can't get hard and perform once you're in the room with them oh we've run into right? that too we've run into people that people don't understand too. that that's a real thing that you have to deal with you know so yeah. it's not as easy as it sounds all the time and it's super frustrating a lot of the times you know so that's why we like going out and we don't have to like worry about the hassle it's so much easier yes it it you know, we we did a um, God. This this seems like a lifetime ago after all the after all the success that I've had recently. But we we did a deal one time where we had um uh, this OnlyFans girl. Oh, she was just big time OnlyFans girl. Holy smoke, she was gonna do all this stuff. And we showed up. She saw the lights. She saw the cameras. She realized she had to sign a release. And I'm like, you're on OnlyFans. You do know this is how it works. And all of a sudden, her anxiety kicks in, and she's got to go. So then I am trying to find, because I've already rented a hotel room. We're, we've already got mm-hmm. all the gear. You know, we're ready to go. So I finally find a guy the next day, and he's ready to go, and we had no problems. But then one time we had a guy who we were going to do stuff with, and he shows up, and he can't get hard. And Brittany is just working her magic (laughs) trying to get this guy hard so people don't understand just how much crap you gotta go through (laughs) with all this i think guys also though as much as i love them yes i think a lot of guys especially new guys underestimate the difference having sex in the vanilla world on a normal date versus having sex in the lifestyle on command with pressure, with people watching, with a husband there, a crowd of people, like, they're just like, oh, I'm great in bed. I can get hard, no problem. No, you can't. Like, it's very, it's a mental game. And it takes so many guys a long time to adapt to it. It's a whole different world, but they get a little, like, a little arrogant. And they're like, oh, I'm going to be fine. No problem. They don't understand there's a learning curve. And it's not that you can't get there, but it's a very big difference. Like, especially when you meet like a very like aggressive type of person like me, where I'm like, okay, hi, what's your name? Let's go fuck. Like that's a lot of pressure on the guy. <laughs> you are such a fun chick. I love that. But you know what I mean? Like they're not always prepared for that. Like sometimes the guys are the ones that need the warm up time, not the girl, you know, yeah. our bodies work very different. We're just kind of ready, but it can take them by surprise, especially if you're coming from the vanilla world where girls are a little more like reserved and stuff potentially, and then yes. you come to the lifestyle and you have these women 
that are like super horny and aggressive and ready to tear your clothes off all the time like you need to adjust to that not every some guys are fine right away but some are not and it's okay but you just have to like know that going into it that it might not work the first few times yes i completely agree <laughs> i completely agree i you are you are such such a cool chick. We have got Casey Donatello with us today. She joins us here. Skyhawkafterdarkradio.com and of course iHeartRadio. And you can find us on TalkShoe for all the podcasts on iHeartRadio as well. Videos uploaded to BitChute, Rumble, Clout Hub, and YouTube. And you're probably gonna want to watch the video of this interview because besides the fact that Casey has some giant boobs. Um, she has a really cool, and I don't know what the fuck that is on the wall next to the thermostat. Oh my, what my the hell does that cowboy boot say? That's pretty badass. I've been looking at that most of the interview here. I'm like, what is that fucking thing? So, yeah. I'm a country girl. I wear I wear cowboy boots all the time. Oh, no. She's a country fried perv magnet. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I don't own any high heels. I only have cowboy boots. Oh, might want to. Might, depending on how comfortable the cowboy boots are. And I've never been to the Exotica in New Jersey, but I know the Exotica in Chicago. Those floors are terribly uncomfortable. They're concrete floors. Oh, yeah. I'm probably not going to wear them there. <laughs> So, but I do wear them during sex sometimes. They're pretty hot. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> you wear the boots. Sometimes, oh, yeah. You're a boot perv. I think that's great. Uh, Casey Donatello with us today. So, one of the things that, you know, we were talking about the whole likes, dislikes thing earlier. Um, we. Me and Brittany on several occasions have, have tried to go through and do all the, you know, when we talk to talk to, to guys and girls and all that. And then the other day, we just, we were kind of stressed for time because we got held up in traffic to get to the goddamn hotel. And I had guys who were coming to this shoot. So we didn't really do the likes and dislikes. And in the middle of the shoot, the guy tries to do anal on Brittany and she like stops and she's like, no, we're not doing that. And I'm like, hmm, maybe we ought to go back to the whole telling people the likes and dislikes before we roll the cameras. <laughs> okay, okay, I think there's a difference between likes and dislikes versus limits and boundaries. Okay. There's a very big difference. That's awesome. So I'm all about telling people my limits. No anal, you have to use a condom. Anything else is negotiable depending on my mood, so I'm not going to go over it. But if it's if it's a hard limit that you have, I would 100% okay. tell people up yeah. front so that there's yeah. no confusion. Yeah. Like, there's a very big difference to me. Well, and we've all, like, Brittany has a, uh, which I, I didn't know that this was, that this was a case, but apparently it is. She has a latex allergy. So she uses... Oh, so do I. Oh, okay. She uses the fucking... I'm very, very allergic. Skin brand or whatever, condoms. Yep. So we always make sure to tell everybody that when we get ready to set up these parties or gangbangs or whatever the fuck. And a lot of times, like Saturday, there was a guy that he literally bought a, bro he bought a box just to bring, so he had them. And I'm like, well, that's cool. So 
Okay, so you've got a. <laughs> this is the craziest interview. No, so you've got buy, a latex allergy too. That that is that is hilarious. Yes, and we buy skin condoms in bulk on Amazon all the time. We are fully loaded. Real, you will have to send me a link because she usually just goes to fucking Walmart. No, no, no. You'll go broke. You'll be in debt if you buy them. In <laughs> you have to get them on Amazon. And. We go everywhere we go. We provide the condoms. No one's allowed to come near yep. me if they. Yep. I don't care what they bought. It's like when we go to places, Jason will hand out condoms like a few guys at a time. If it's like a public thing, we always make an announcement like every so often. So if new people came in, and when we have people at our house, they know we have all the condoms. If we have a hotel thing, or if we just go on a date with someone, I go. Don't worry, I have condoms. Like because we've had. Once or twice where someone slipped a latex condom in by accident and it was a nightmare. So now I don't trust guys to only like to buy their own. So I'm just like, we're going to be responsible and do it ourselves. So yeah, you just buy them in bulk. It's way better. Yeah, you'll, have, you'll have to send me a link when we get off the air so <laughs> I can go so I can send this to the lovely and talented Britannia. Well, and one thing that she does and... <laughs> I, I think it's just because she likes organizing things, but she always has to, whenever we get somewhere, like a hotel room or whatever, she always makes sure she has the condoms out, and she always has to put all her damn toys out, and then she's always got, because she films with a mask, she's always, she's got like 65 masks, she, she, she's like, got oh, that, I don't go mask. She, she's like no mascaris of porn, she's got, she's got all these fucking masks, and, um, you know she's she's ready to go, and the, and another thing that we've been experimenting with, which I I'm hoping that this experiment on Saturday that we don't do this anymore, but I think this is going to be a uh, I think it's going to be part 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 of the gear bag. Um, she's a big time squirter. Oh, so she makes a huge mess. So she went out and bought some what looks like a sex tarp. <laughs> okay, I saw that. We almost bought one, but then we didn't. But we do have um the plastic mattress protectors on yes! all of our furniture. Yes, yes. Yeah. Yeah. You need them. <laughs> but we did look into buying one of the specific like pads and stuff, but yeah. we just do a lot of laundry. That's all. We just do a lot of laundry. <laughs> Well, uh, Casey, you have been fantastic. This this has been fun. We will definitely uh I think it's Saturday night is when I'm going to be out there at during Exotica because I oh, think cool. our I think our shooting stuff because we're staying at a shoot house so God knows what the hell this is going to be like I think this is just going to be an Airbnb where people are fucking all the time and somebody's filming it I honestly think that's what this is going to be but who knows uh but the plan is is uh we get into new Jersey on um on thursday and i think saturday is when we are going to be out there if not sunday um and i definitely want to make plans to find you and chat with you because i think in person you would be even more of a fun time Oh, uh, especially since I'll have the uh, I'll have my Christmas suits because I always wear I always wear Christmas suits when I go to uh, when I go to the porn conventions. I oh, have one okay. I have one with you. Santas. I have one with uh, I I was originally going to, but I don't think I'm going to be able to pull it off. I don't think Amazon's going to be able to get it to me quick enough if if I decide to go with it. But uh, last this last summer, Facebook kept running all these ads 
for disco ball cowboy hats. And I bought one. But then I was like, I got to have a disco suit. So I've been trying to buy a disco suit. And I tried to buy one from the Spirit Halloween store, but those people, they refused to buy, they refused to order it in my size, even though I want to give them money right there. I'm like, I'll give you money right now. Oh, we can't, we can't do that unless we sell the stuff we've got in our store. And I'm like, okay, well, why don't I do this? I'll buy the wrong size. Then you've sold one. Then you can order me the one I want, and then I'll take the wrong size back. But I'm afraid what would happen is they would do all that, and they wouldn't take the wrong size back. So I'd be stuck with two fucking suits. So I don't know if I'll actually have this disco ball gimmick. But um, I definitely want to talk to you at Exotica, because I think in, in person you would be so much fun. Uh, as well, because you're 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 kooky and goofy and everything here. I am. Here, here right? old, you got to uh, embrace the weirdness sometimes. Here on the old skipa skypa. So um, I love the fact that when you go to these events, uh, your husband is kind of like uh, your tour manager. He uh, okay. First of all, wait, can I just say something? <laughs> I think that's awesome. When, wait, the first time we went to a theater, he's like, "Okay, I'm going to count how many guys you fuck," right? And then obviously after like five, he was so like, just like overwhelmed and turned on that he's like, oh, I forgot to count. So the next time we went, he went on Amazon and he bought one of those clickers. <laughs> that is awesome. <laughs> this is our life. Like this is what we do at night. <laughs> we go on Amazon and order clickers so that he could count how many people were inside his wife the next time we go out. This wow. is our life. So we are very interesting, wow. I think. Uh, I've got a, uh, I'm... New gadgets, so it doesn't matter what it's for. If there's something he can buy, he's going to buy it. So he doesn't need an excuse. That's awesome. There, there is a guy that got a hold of me fairly recently who wants us to set up a gangbang for his wife. And he's like, I need to get five guys and I need to be able to go first and I need to be able to go last. And I said, cool. And he's got all these questions and all these things. And I'm like, Either A, they've never done this before, or he's terribly paranoid or something. Because I would think it wouldn't be a big deal, and especially after the conversation we've had here, and you're kind of the same way. If someone were to approach you and said, hey, I want to do this, blah, 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 but I got to go first and I got to go last, you'd be like, okay. Can I tell you, we turn down so many offers from guys that message us and say, hey, like, we want to have a gangbang for you. Because sometimes it's so complicated for these guys to get their shit together. Or I love when guys tell me, I'm going to have a gangbang for you. You just have to show up. And me and my husband go, okay, like, who are the guys? Can we see pictures? Can we? Oh, you don't need to know anything. Just show up. I go, fuck no. Like, are you nuts? Like, absolutely not. And one guy actually told us that... I quote, I'm not allowed to choose which guys in his group I want to fuck because he doesn't want to hurt anyone's feelings. So clearly we did not go. Like, we turned down so many offers because it's just nonsense. Like, they think that I don't know what the fuck is going on or, like, I can't have my own they guys. They think so you're like, a mark so is what they think. They, they think you're some they think mark. I'm going to be so grateful that I'm just going to do whatever they want. And I'm like, no. See, like, I, if I can't have a say in what's happening, then why would I come there? See, I was... <laughs> I, I was 
before I decided to, as they say, jump in the pool on the uh, on the tadpole gangbang last last or uh, this last summer, I watched for six months what this motherfucker did tadpole to put this thing together. Holy crap! He he. First of all, him and Castano and a bunch of people. They first of all had to find a hotel to be able to host this thing in. So they're searching all over the goddamn place for a conference room. And then getting the guys into gear. He's like, everybody's got to get tested. He's like, I've got places that I could send you guys to get free testing. Or you can go get talent tested. That's 100 bucks, which personally mm-hmm. I think talent testing is a scam. But, um, you know, all this stuff. It's like he went through so much crap. And he was constantly, you know, they had set up like a little group on Castano's app. So all the guys had to register. Rebel and Tadpole and her husband, uh, Rex Radiation, they got to see pictures of everybody. And they kept telling the entire time. They're like, if you don't have a profile picture, uh, you're not coming. She's got to be able to see who you are. And all this stuff. And it was just like at the end of the day, I'm like, yeah, they had a cool event, and it all worked, and they had fluffers and all the stuff, but goddamn, nobody really realized how much effort went into that goddamn shit. <laughs> so Yeah, people don't realize, like, it's hard enough to set up, like, a date sometimes, but to set up a gangbang is so much work, and I don't think it's something that you should just, like, spontaneously do if you've never had one. Yes. I was very fortunate, because when I got into them... I played with guys that were very educated in that world yeah. and they have been doing it a long time. So they kind of taught me everything I needed to know. And then I was able to apply that moving forward in my own thing. But if I didn't know all that stuff, like firsthand, I wouldn't even know where to begin or what to look <laughs> out for or to like how state, how to stay safe and like how to have a good experience. So people that are looking to do it, like, you really do have to be careful and learn you gotta stuff know and... what the fuck you're doing man it just it's, it's a lot. just it's just so strange and you know that, that, that's like the the as as i labeled it on the uh, on the editing drive the failed gangbang a couple weeks ago <laughs> um i you know we had the venue we had the girls and i'm like we had all these guys that were supposedly going to be there and then the day of, one by one, I start getting messages on Fat Life. Oh, I can't come. My horse is sick. I can't. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, this. You get every excuse in the world. And I'm like, you know, I try like crazy. I think I've missed, like, like with interviews for the radio show, I think I've missed two in my entire, like, 20-year career. And that was because... Uh, I got had a photographer that had a fucking stroke, <laughs> or I think uh, Brittany uh, had some sort of car problem. <laughs> I'm like, I try to make this work, and so I'm like, with the gangbangs, I'm like, you're fucking. What? It, it <laughs> Help me with this, mind. Casey. <laughs> it blows my mind how like people that RSVP to a gangbang don't take it fucking seriously. Like, if you don't want to go, just fucking say it. But don't wait till the last second. Don't just not show up and don't say anything. Like, they are, they get a little, 
like selfish and they're not thinking, wow, you're ruining this person's night that they spent so much time yes. working on. Like it is a big deal. You know what I mean? If you're expecting 20 guys and you get two, like that's horrible. That kills yeah. the whole vibe and the whole experience for everybody and for the other people involved, but they don't think that far in advance. They, you know, I don't know what they're doing over there. But they <laughs> I don't know the what time. they're doing over there. Well, and as, as we wrap up here, I'm, I want to, I want to cover one more thing with you. You, 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 you are so great. Uh, we, we we're going to have to do this again at some stage of the game, besides the video thing at exotica, if you have the time, um, yeah. is, you know, you you brought up uh, a couple things, and and you've brought it up a couple times, and and I never got a chance to really go over this with you, but you mentioned the adult theater stuff, mm-hmm. and locally here, uh, in in like like with Wichita, they've got this club, they've got this fucking ice lounge. It's a fucking club. It's a fuck club essentially, but a lot of people prefer to go to the video store they prefer to go to the adult theater different vibe and i'm like why (laughs) and i don't know and i I think a lot of it is the fact that previous uh, i guess you would say previous administrations over there at the ice lounge uh they had a couple guys who were in there at one point who was running the place and they were bdsm guys that's a whole nother world (laughs) oh boy a whole nother world daddies and doms and slaves and don't touch me i got my collar on all that shit but um they kind of ran things a little strange so ice lounge started getting a weird reputation and now that castano has kind of gotten away from the bdsmers and it's more of a swingers club uh but what is the what is the deal with the adult movie theater is is that what explain that to me because me and Brittany really have never done that because i just kind of think that's kind of stupid but (laughs) what is what what is the adult movie theater okay so you have situation you have adult theaters which is literally like an old school movie theater with like seats and everything and a big screen oh yeah and you can just play in there right or you have adult bookstores which are like in the back of a porn shop and they're kind of like under the radar or whatever. And they have like a lot of different little nooks and crannies, different like rooms with like, you know, old couches and random seats and maybe a video playing and stuff like that. It's a whole different vibe than going to a club. It is definitely on the more like underground, seedy, very dark and, um, I like that though. That turns out. <laughs> <laughs> That's your vibe, baby. <laughs> well, we have a lot of vibes, but I do enjoy that vibe. I go to a lot of places where, you know, couples are like, "Oh my god, I would never go there." I'm like, "I want to go there." Um, but also, I like to be surrounded by as many guys as possible, and those are the places where they are. It's different than going to a club, especially like on the East Coast. It's different in Kansas. It's so expensive for a guy to get into a club. It could be over a hundred dollars, right? Yes. If you go to a bookstore, it might be like fifteen or twenty bucks. Yeah. So it's a different feeling, a different vibe, but also the women that go to those places are looking for a lot of guys. So the guys that are into that will be there. Yes. When you go to a club, a lot of times they don't want single guys. 
They limit the single guys. They make them pay a shitload of money. <laughs> they make them pay a shitload of money. It's a very different vibe. I feel like, you know, clubs are a little more, I don't know the right word. Um, It's just, yeah, it's a different vibe. Yeah. Like, you're not looking for that. Okay. So, okay. Because I just. Again, bookstores and, and adult theaters are not for everybody. Like, you have to be into that kind of play. To, you have to be the type of girl that wants to walk into a room and you are immediately swarmed by a group of horny men and like you could cut the tension with like a knife like immediately they just come out of like the shadows and follow the you around shadow, the that shadows. Creeps you, if that creeps you out and makes you uncomfortable do not go there if that turns you on then check it out maybe you know <laughs> so it depends what out. you're looking for like me and jason don't go to a lot of clubs anymore because we feel like it's more productive to go to bookstores and theaters for yeah. what we're looking for. Yeah. So it really just depends on, you know, what turns you on, but I wouldn't recommend it for everybody. Definitely yeah. not. Well, I'll have to say that if you, uh, you get a chance when you are at the exotica, uh, and you're walking around or doing, doing whatever you can do, I would go seek out tadpole, find okay. uh tadpole studios. He has a booth. Uh, he is, he looks like, which is amazing. He looks like every other average white dopey fat guy. He's got glasses. He's a former like military veteran guy. And he's just, he's just a big fat guy. And the thing about him is that he gets over with women. He is constantly banging all these hot young bitches He's constantly doing these gangbangs, and he's the kind of guy that if you guys really wanted to put, like, a gangbang together, he would be the guy to go see because he would make sure that all the guys are screened, tested, ready to go, and it would be a really cool deal. So, see, That's interesting because, like, so all the gangbangs that you guys do and film and everything, nobody's using condoms, or they are using condoms. Well, the the gangbangs that that Tadpole's doing, he nobody's using condoms because of the fact that he's treating it like it's a porn production where everybody's got to get okay. tested. When you get there, you got to show your test. You've got to be tested within at least seven days. And everybody is, and you know, he's got the lights and the cameras and he's got three or four camera people and it's a production. Now, as far uh, okay. as the, as far as the gangbangs that I've put together here in Kansas, everybody's wearing condoms. Um, okay. everybody's signing releases. We're doing the whole ID next to your face gimmick, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. And everybody knows when they show up to the event, that's what we're doing. Yeah. And, and, you know, like, for instance, um, as Brittany always likes to proudly tell everybody, I'm not a gangbang girl. Um, but if I could ever get Brittany into the world of gangbangs, which at one point she always used to say that she would do, she wouldn't do more than one guy because one penis is, is, is uh, more than one penis is, is too much. However, uh, she's done multiple guys on a couple of occasions and she likes it. And I think eventually we're going to go to the point where we'll do three guys and then four. I think, I think it's baby steps till we get to a gang. The only thing though, <laughs> is once you officially become a gangbang girl, 
that's all you want. At least for me, like nothing else interests me now. <laughs> nothing interests you now. <laughs> no, like we'll do like small groups and stuff too, but like I'd rather just have like a bunch of guys now because you can't. It's really hard to get that really amount of fun off, out of like say. one or two people, you know. Um, and the more guys you have, the longer you can play because they could like, you know, take turns. Switch off. Be recovering. Yeah. Yeah, so it's once you get used to that and your body adapts to that as the girl, you kind of almost need it at this point, and it's very hard to not keep pushing that more. Oh, more. oh, believe me. Over the weekend when we so had so just this, like really consider that before you start doing we, it. We had. I this, wish I knew that back in the day. We had this. Uh, we had this sex party, and uh, and she had probably it wasn't at the same time, but it was throughout the evening. Um, I would say probably seven to eight guys fucked her at some point or another during the evening. And the next day she's like, that is the most sex that I have ever had. (laughs) And she slept all the way from Topeka, Kansas back to Hutchinson in the car. So, and we were supposed to film some Santa porn on Sunday, but I had to I had to cancel that. So that that gentleman was was a little was a little upset. But uh, oh, my husband! I made my husband dress up as Santa last year for my OnlyFans. He loved that one. <laughs> oh, you know we had two Santa suit. Well, we bought that, that that this is this is how interesting Brittany is. We bought one Santa suit because I wanted to have a Santa suit, but it didn't have a beard. And then I got uh, hired to be Santa at a pro wrestling show that we were going to be filming. But I needed a beard. And so Brittany's like, well, I'll go to Walmart. It's payday. I'll go get a beard. So she went to Walmart. She bought a whole new Santa suit. And she goes, I'll just take it back on Monday. And now we have two Santa suits because she forgot to take it back on Monday. So, (laughs) but, uh, you know, it, it... the, the Santa stuff, you know, we're going to experiment with Santa porn this year. Who knows why, how that'll go over. Um, I still can't get Brittany to have sex with me in the banana suit. I have a banana suit. She won't do anything in the banana suit. Although the transgender folks, they love the banana suit. I don't know why, but they love the banana suit. Uh, but yeah, I, I've been, uh, Brittany's into like costumes. She loves all the costumes. She She wants to do like. And she's also into lingerie and all that horse shit, which I'm I love not lingerie. really into that either. But I love lingerie. I don't really do like cosplay stuff unless like we're, you know, like it's a holiday or something or yeah. there's like a reason that I'm doing it. But on a daily basis, I just like regular lingerie. Yeah. Yeah. She likes lingerie. She likes, uh, you know, all this, all this craziness, but, but she's, she's into other weird things. Like she's into, which I'm starting to find more and more people in this world that are into this. And I just kind of feel like I'm stuck out here in the woods, but this anime stuff. Oh God. People just watch the shit out of this anime crap. I'm like, what Japanese people talking to each other. And I don't know what the hell they're doing. It's all animated. I don't know what's going on there, but, uh, the dress up and, and all the other crap. But, uh, Casey, you have been fantastic. This has been amazing as they say. Uh, you, you are definitely, uh, you have got so much energy. We could hook you up and power a small city, uh, with the kind of energy that you have. 
Uh, you, 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 you are as, uh, as, as I would have said, uh, and used to say on Jiggy Jag TV, you're like a gerbil in a batting cage. You, you, you have got so much, so much stuff going on with you. And, uh, I, I have really enjoyed chatting with you and I have also really enjoyed learning about how the swinger lifestyle out in Jersey and all the other places is so completely different than it is here in the state of Kansas. Mm-hmm. But uh, you have been tremendous. Thanks for doing this. Before we let you go, how do people get the podcast, your books, get involved with everything you're doing? If you go to CaseyDonatello.com, there's links to every other project that I have on there. So everything <laughs> is in one place, nice and easy to find. OnlyFans, podcasts, books, what's happening at Exotica, everything is on there. That is awesome. Well, you are amazing. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for spending as much time as you did with us. And uh, send me that link to those uh, to, the, to the massive amounts of skin condoms. I, I want to see uh, where the hell you're buying these on Amazon so I can... Uh, so I can make sure that we stock up. Uh, <laughs> have yourself a wonderful day, and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you, Casey. Oh, did we lose her again? I think we lost her again. I could kind of hear you, but it's breaking up a lot. I okay. Don't know what you just said. Okay, Casey, can 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 you hear us? I think we. Uh, now are, you're back. Are we back oh, with Casey? You're gone again. Are we back with Casey? Casey Donatello. Yeah. By the way, CaseyDonatello.com is the official website. Well, Casey, send me that link to all those all those condoms that you buy in mass quantity on sure. Amazon. And uh, <laughs> I look forward to talking to I you. I feel like I want to be, I want to be a brand ambassador. For you should be. And I've been trying to figure out a way for fucking Brittany to be one. Everybody about them, but I don't know how to make that happen. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I think, I think skin condoms needs to be passing out some, some sponsorships to people, especially you. I know. <laughs> well you are amazing thanks for doing this and we will see you at exotica in new jersey here here in about a week and a half or so thank you so much i look forward to meeting thank you, you there. my friend i'll talk to you soon appreciate it my friend there she goes that is the fantastic casey donatello today uh we did an hour and a half with her that is crazy uh get a hold of us online over there at jiggyjaguar.com that is j-i G-G-Y-J-G-U-A-R.com. And uh, peace and chicken grease, as they say. Yes, peace and chicken grease. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.